Welcome back to the podcast. My name's Trent. I'll be your host. And the idea we're going to talk today about is aging, getting older. So most likely your brain your memories are filled up with all kinds of conflicting negative associations about what it means to get older. You've no doubt heard countless stories and anecdotes about the suckiness of the aging process. And yet, if we pay attention, we can see that there are exceptions there are outstanding examples of how to age. And on, on the other side of things, we can see that there are definitely taboos to be cautious of. There are things that you definitely want to avoid. Mistakes that others have made that have been catastrophic to their well-being. And I will begin by saying that our culture in America, our popular culture, it shuns aging. And this can be seen in a variety of ways. And I will list them out in no order in particular. But women especially face this injustice our culture worships youth and vitality, physical beauty, and all that that symbolizes. And then we sort of lock up our grandparents in an aftercare facility. Strange, because other cultures, if we look back in the past or if you look across the oceans, other cultures take care of their parents as they age. No matter what, they take care of the ones who raise them. But once again, in America, we are worshiping youth and we must participate in the chasing of the dollar. We must have a two-income household. We send our children to school and daycare and we send our grandparents off to the old folks home and meanwhile we don't really look at the balance of what that's costing we don't look at the hidden costs and we end up chasing that dollar and never really catching it and we miss out on our parents golden years we miss out on our children's beautiful first innocent years. And as an adult, we cannot be there to protect our children from harm, nor our parents or grandparents from the harm that may come in these facilities. This is one example. It's a touchy one. And I know that a lot of people probably feel the need 
to plug into the system and to do what the system tells them to do. But my job is simply to get you to look up and question and face your responsibilities and make your own decisions. Another way that we can see the sickness in our culture in worshiping youth and beauty is the idolization of young women as actors, entertainers, and then we sort of sweep them off the stage to allow for the new fresh set. Men are given kind of a pass Men are allowed to age into their 40s and 50s and still be considered a sex symbol. But once the man reaches 60s and 70s, they are as well swept off the stage. Why do we worship the youth? Is it a natural phenomenon or is it artificially implanted to enslave us as a people? This is a legitimate question that we all must ask, we all must face. Because time stops for no one, we will age. It is inevitable. And so let's look at a broader aspect of this phenomenon. When we cringe at the thought of aging, when we tense up and reject, we actually reject ourselves. We reject our future and we, we reject our life. As children, young children, we are taught to grow up. We're pushed forward. We want our independence. We want to play alone with our friends. We want to go to parties. We want to start drinking when we're 15, 16, 17. We want to start driving as soon as we can. As soon as we can get our license, we want to drive. And then there's this sweet spot of the 20s, which we are supposed to worship. And then once we hit 30, people say it's all downhill. The aches and pains start. The gray hair starts sprouting. The weight seems to come out of nowhere. And everything changes. And if we have children, it just accelerates these changes. And we're sort of swept off the stage as unimportant as obstacles. To what though? To what end? And so I'm here to question that. I'm here to get you to question that. Question your ideas about aging. Question your ideas about beauty. Question your ideas about the older generation and the younger generation. In Southeast Asia, it's not uncommon to find three generations inhabiting one household. In America, that would be considered by pop culture to be a failure, an economic failure, a failure to branch out and get your own mortgage and get your own string of debt. But if you're paying for one house under one household, you're saving quite a bit of money, aren't you? If the grandparents can help take care of the children, 
You're saving quite a bit of time and money, aren't you? The grandparents and the grandchildren are the lost connection in America. We are taught to visit our grandparents and let the kids see the grandparents on holidays, on the weekends, if we live close, maybe once or twice a week. But for many people that have moved away, it may be once or twice a year, if that. And because of other issues, like a family squabble and our reluctantness to forgive, some families are shattered forever. And there is no relationship between the third and the first generation, i.e. the grandparents and the parents. And so we as the adults are in the driver's seat. If you're in your 20s or 30s or 40s and you find yourself an adult all of a sudden, and if you have parents and if you have kids, it is a position of power and influence. Now, many of us, if we follow our programming and our coding, if we follow the principles that were taught to us, we will do as we were told. But if we begin to question, then we will begin to see value in building a strong family, in forging relationships, in sharing information and education with each other. And in these times of economic change and economic hardship, in these times where America is facing itself and facing its legacy, economic purposes alone may dictate a need for a new way, a new way going back to the old way. Let's look at aging in another way, in a more personal way. We've looked at pop culture, and we've looked at a family structure as two examples, and now let's look at a personal example of health. Let's look at how we think about ourselves and how that influences our health. We change and we grow and we age. This is undeniable. Each day we get older, one day older. And at the end of this line, we depart. Our physical body fails in some way. The physical body is a vessel which holds our consciousness, our memories, our experiences. And this connects us to our loved ones, our friends and family. And so because of our awareness, we know that's coming. And yet because of our awareness, we choose to look away from that. The reason it's so easy to turn a blind eye towards that is because we tend to avoid pain. We tend to avoid sadness and we tend to avoid any prospect of losing and losing one's life, well, in many ways it can be thought of as 
the final sacrifice or the ultimate loss. And so again, this all comes down to how you look about it, how you feel about it. And if we are worshiping youth and we are pushing for that sweet spot and we are just going to focus on our 20s, oh, that's the time. That's the 10 years of life that really means something. And if one was to live for 100 years, then you're only celebrating 10% of your life. If one is to live for 50 years on this planet, you're only enjoying and celebrating 20% of your life. And then the rest of the time, you're either trying to claw your way forward to it as a child, or you're trying to claw your way back. Resistance. Resistance is the enemy of happiness. Resistance creates tension and accelerates the negative aspects of aging. Clinging. If we cling, if we claw, if we try to live like we're in our 20s all the time, there will be disastrous effects. For one, a young child should not live like they are a teenager or a 22-year-old. They shouldn't. If one is 55 years old, they should not try to live as though they are 22 years old. And yet many people do this. They keep eating the same foods, working the same hours. They have their schedule and they stick to it. They still keep drinking the same. They consume their entertainment in the same way. They expect everything to be the same. And this is where you see the negative effects of aging. You see, the enemy isn't aging. You can see it clearly now. The enemy is resistance. The enemy is delusion. The enemy is denial of change. And so we dye our hair, we fake it, we cling on, and we try to act younger than we are as we age, don't we? As a culture. And yet, what would the embracing of our age really look like? Well, it would look like this. Forget about aging. Forget about it. Just enjoy your time. Just enjoy your time and enjoy the process. And enjoy changing. And if you notice, for instance, that you're putting on weight as you age, well, it may be time to reduce your calorie intake. Or change the foods you're eating. Or perhaps exercise a little bit more. Now, if you find out that you can't exercise like you used to, it may be time to try some different exercises. If you hate the way you're looking, look at yourself and ask why. What is it that you hate about aging so much? And you may find that you may be able to change that. You see, change is possible. In fact, change is inevitable. But shaping your change and walking in step with the change can create a great pattern of growth 
everyone loves an old growth tree. Think of it. We're anti-aging when it comes to us and our pop culture because of what we've been taught and sold. But a sapling tree, a little stick with a few leaves, doesn't do much for us. It takes time to grow up into that beautiful shade tree. Everyone loves an old growth tree. And we could think of ourselves like this. Let's look at ourselves like a tree. And if we're able to grow with wisdom and dignity, then we can create an environment for our family, an environment and a protection and a beauty. And we can grow fruit from our branches. And we can use the sun's energy to photosynthesize for our family. And we can send our roots down deep to gather nutrients. And if we can look at our life like this more so, I think that we'll find more peace, more happiness, and more contentment. If our sole obsession is for perfect abs, and zero wrinkles, and zero gray hairs or white hairs, then you're just missing the point. If you're focused on purely a few components of physicality, then your life will be a sad reflection of your true potential. And yet many people will choose this. That's inevitable. Because the mass population has been schooled. They've been indoctrinated into a way of thinking and that way of thinking has taken on a life support system of its own. And so the sheep have become enforcers of that perimeter and of that construct. Aging is inevitable. It's a great teacher. Aches and pains are there to tell us something, that something's off, something's not right. The body needs care throughout its life cycle, and the level of care and the types of care changes throughout that time. And yet, again, our culture is obsessed with plastic surgery, cosmetic surgery, anything to keep the illusion. Our culture is obsessed with pain pills, medicines, drugs, anything to balance the numbers. We fail to look at the deeper issues and thus we fail as a society. We fail as a family. We fail with our life because we were chasing the dollar hoping for zero wrinkles. We're dying away the hair. And we're lamenting over a little belly fat, running on a treadmill, putting our children in the care of strangers, and shipping off our parents once they become a burden. Think about it. Think about what you want to do with your life. 
it is completely possible to unplug from that construct. When I look at that construct, it is very cruel and ugly, and it lacks depth. It is a fake, a farce. It is a complete illusion. And if you look behind what that illusion stands for and symbolizes, it's quite ugly. It's quite ugly. And so everything in life has meaning. Every moment is very fertile and seeds the future. In meditation, you can learn to hone your mind by unplugging and disavowing the fake system that you've been fed, you can begin to open up to new realities. There is a beautiful person inside of you. Isn't that enough? And so we find ourselves at the end of another talk. This idea of aging it just kind of came up today. I don't really know why. I'm comfortable with my age. I feel good with it. In fact, I've never been happier. I wouldn't want to go back to my 20s. I really wouldn't. And although there are burdens of responsibility that come with age, there's also a great joy. I love learning more and I love growing into who I'm going to be. I'm actually looking forward to being an old man. I'm looking forward to seeing what that would look like, what that would be like. And I'll put one final picture, one final point into this to sort of pin it up there for you to think about. Is there anything more vile and disgusting than the horny old man? Is there anything more creepy than the 60, 70 year old man that's still leering and groping at youth? I don't think there is. And is there anything sadder than an old, bitter and angry person? No. And that is the end result of what we've been talking about today. That is the bill of goods that we're being sold and that we are purchasing as a community of people. Only clinging on to the past, living in the lower vibration. Not good, not good at all. We need to make peace with this process of aging. And ultimately we will make peace with our own death and we will celebrate it. But that's a topic for another time. I wanna leave you with a good picture now. I want you to see yourself aging gracefully. I would like you to look at yourself and your life the whole process from when you were born until where you will eventually pass away from this reality. 
I'd like you to look at the whole picture and ask, where is the beauty? Where is the love? Where is the happiness? Meditate on your life as a journey and celebrate the passage of time. There's no sense in fighting against the inevitable. Some things we just have to accept, and aging is one of them. Whereas other things we can question, like our attitude about the inevitable. So with that, I wish you all luck on your journey. It gets better and better if you want it to. We're in for more mystery, more surprises. We're in for a lot more adventure. And I look forward to speaking to you the next time. Thank you.